0: I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design, recorded in the Living Kitchen Studio. There's a trend developing rapidly in the design space, and it's really pretty exciting, actually. Many manufacturers and showrooms have warmed to the idea that designers and architects don't have the time to research every company that has a product. The majority of creatives that I speak to rarely have the time to research for research's sake. Most I've spoken with look for products that fit the projects they're working on at the time or in the near future. The internet has brought far more input from clients who will search Pinterest or Instagram, find something they love, a color, an Eames chair, uh, or, or or a tile, tag the designer, add an emoji, and repeat a dozen or more times, that doesn't really help, but that's the input that many designers and architects are receiving from their clients, which dictates a lot of the products that are being specified. Sellers are starting to do more to help on the service side, and this is not going unnoticed. It's, it's working, actually. It's generating new sales, which only leads to higher levels of support. That is the way it's supposed to work. A few months ago... I started working with article. This is an online only furniture company you've you've heard uh, you've heard me talking about them uh, and what they do because I've been talking about them for so long now and I was so curious after speaking with management there, I invited Jillian Cross, trade program manager for article to come on and explain the theory behind the trade program. I wanted to know how it worked not not from. A percentage standpoint but what makes a company divert assets to this type of program and if it's working which clearly it appears it is what's next for designers from a customer service standpoint wouldn't it be nice having someone wait on you for a change this is Jillian Cross telling you about the development of a trade program that was crafted to generate more sales for article absolutely but it's done so specifically by helping designers, in part by providing incentives, but to a larger extent, providing customer service to help you out and take some of those headaches away and give you customer service. Anyway, I'm going to let her explain it. It was a fascinating conversation, and I do hope you enjoy it. Convo by Design is presented by Snyder Diamond, a family-owned company serving the SoCal design and architecture communities for over 70 years. That's 70 years of helping designers and architects help their clients be the best they can be in the kitchen with products like those from Sub Zero, Wolf, and Cove. If you haven't seen the Pro Series yet, you are in for a treat. This is Timeless Design and Lasting Preservation from Sub Zero, available in sizes from 36 inches to 48 inches, and too many options to mention here, so you have to go see them for yourself. Let's not forget that from well-preserved food comes well-prepared food. And that's why Wolf provides craftsmanship, innovation, design, and performance that you can trust, allowing cooks of all levels to achieve success in the kitchen. That's also 70 grilling seasons. The full line of Sub-Zero and Wolf outdoor appliances will provide you with the tools to design an outdoor kitchen that will make people wonder if you simply forgot to build in the walls. It's amazing, and your clients are going to love all of the options, and you're going to love the flexibility. Sub Zero and Wolf provide so many options from which to choose that, as a designer, your options are almost limitless. So, if you haven't seen what Sub Zero and Wolf Appliances can do, it's time for you to visit any of the three Snyder Diamond Los Angeles area locations. You can also visit the Sub Zero Living Kitchen in the Pasadena and Santa Monica Snyder Diamond showrooms. I am constantly impressed and i think you will be too you know and it's it's funny too because i don't i don't normally do have conversations like this online so every now and then it it is nice i do like talking to people from outside of la uh and i don't get many opportunities to do that save for you know when there are industry events going on here so this is nice
1: yeah, of course. Yeah, I thought it was kind of uh, fitting with the, our industry model. So when when you said you were good to do it kind of online, I was like, "That's perfect." <laughs> That's how we do things around here.
0: <laughs> you know what's really interesting about that, Jillian, is is that um, having doing a podcast and yeah. talking to designers and architects about the business as often as I do. Yeah, it's really interesting because there's a certain comfort level that d- designers ha- have become really comfortable with the showroom experience, and of go and going online it is it, it presents a little discomfort, right? And it's the same thing for me. I've been recording in person for so long. Doing it online, it presents a a, a, a sizable amount of discomfort, and I think it's really interesting. What's been the feedback for you? Because, you know, your background, you're a, you started as a, as a designer yep. before coming to Article. And now as the, as the trade program manager, you deal with the trade every single day. What have you seen as far as getting comfortable with the online experience?
1: Yeah, so not just as, I, de- I have my uh, bachelor's in interior design and, and I was a working designer, um, like you say, obviously before coming to Article, um, but also prior to that, I worked in many traditional brick and mortars um, and I worked specifically with industry professionals, uh, designers, contractors, developers, um, but I did all of that through a brick and mortar experience. So I definitely can see where there is a comfort there, right? You're seeing the products in person. They're real. (laughs) You have a real human being in front of you that you can kind of connect with in that moment. Um, So coming over to Article, and especially in the beginning stages, because as we're a startup, um, I had to change my perceptions and my mindset. But what's really cool um, and really innovative, I think, with the way that article is trying to make the furniture experience better um, and make that experience more efficient um, and create uh, a one-on-one connection and b- build the relationship as you would in a brick and traditional brick and mortar. But they're trying to do it in a more efficient, streamlined way where you're able to get quality product at best price, but you're also still able to get all of the resources that you need uh, in live time. So a really good example that I like to use is traditionally right in a brick and mortar, you you walk into the store, um, depending on if you go there all the time, you might already have a relationship with some of the, the sales associates that work there. Um, but once you leave, you're kind of left with not a uh, not a lot so unless you have their watches or their samples in your library you kind of have to keep going back into the store to have that relationship to follow up on questions um and have that uh, direct assistance what we're doing here and what we're trying to build out is have it so if you're working on a project and your project deadline is 9am the next morning you don't need to leave your office let us get you everything that you need uh, as quick as possible so if you need resources you need product feedback you need swatches or you need product samples we can get all that to you in live time Um, aside from the swatch and the product sample we can get you any answer you need essentially at any point in in your workday, We have an amazing team um, that we've built out of industry professionals. Um, We have other interior designers on the team. Um, One of the girls that works on the team specifically just uh, facilitates business to business uh, build outs. So we've had companies come to us and say, hey, we're moving into an office in four days. We have nothing. We need a product spec no problem. We can get it to you in 24 hours. And while we're at it, let us send you uh, expedited swatches and let us get you samples within the next two days. Um, so in that sense, that's how we're trying to be better. And that's how I believe we're making that experience better than traditional retail.
0: So let's back up for a second. Um, yeah. Because I, I love the idea. And as I, as I talk to designers, you know, here in Southern California, the issue of mobility is, totally. is a really big deal. Our, our traffic here is, is one of the worst in the world, certainly the worst in, in the country. And driving around is just a hassle. Um, yeah. And it's hard to get to, to design districts and into showrooms uh, sometimes. So this is really, it, it's, I, I love where the business is going. Tell me mm-hmm. about, Tell me about Article. When did the company start? How did it start? And, and sort of what, what is the, because we talk about, you know, modern style, Scandinavian simplicity, right? I've been, Mm -hmm. I've been telling my listeners about this for, for some time now, but I'd love to back up. Tell me about the company, how it started and why?
1: Yeah. So Article started, uh, launched in 2013. Uh, it was developed by four friends, um, who essentially sat down together and they said they they're all engineers, extremely brilliant, uh, businessmen. And they basically sat around and said, Hey, something's broken here. How come we can go overseas and buy product, uh, quickly and for like less than half the price of traditional retail how can we can do that here but the model where we live in north america is so bloated and so inflated and why is this couch when we're you know overseas five hundred dollars but then when we go back to north america it's twenty five hundred dollars um so they essentially sat down and decided we're going to make this process and streamline this process to be better. Take out the middleman, take out the bloat and be able to provide high end quality designed products uh, for best quality, sorry, at best quality for the best price possible. Um, So that's what they've set out to do. Um, And now we're, you know, four years later or however long later and and we're rolling um and the companies continued to be profitable and continues to see growth um so the the model that they're striving and striving to build and have built in my opinion um was wanted um and has been well received uh in in the community and with consumer and it's definitely filling a void that has been there uh, for for a long time. So, so far, so good. And our plans are just continuing to grow and tailor this business to the consumer and to the end user that actually is having this product uh, arrive in their space.
0: Well, and, and no, no retail no outlet, no, no website can be everything to everyone. And I get that. One of the, one of the things that's really interesting with regard to the design and the style is uh, you guys have article has stayed in your lane. Um, the type of design. So I'm curious from the, from the article made products, um, and furnishings, what is, what is the design process? How does, is there, do you have an internal team of designers? Do you work with outside designers? Where does the look come from?
1: Yeah, so we have, we're, we're trying to get um, to a point where everything is in-house. Um, so yes, we definitely do work with outside manufacturers, um, of course. Um, but where we're trying to get to is that all of our products um, are unique to Article. So they're not designed by anybody other than our in-house design team. Um, all of our current catalog is exclusive to Article. So if, you know, I'm sure... Like the industry does, there's many lookalikes, uh, there's many copycats, but our products are exclusive to us. Um, so our in-house design team works directly uh, with the best uh, manufacturers all over the world to build product uh, product catalog. Sorry, that includes a range, uh, a range of aesthetics, uh, focusing mostly on mid-century modern, Scandinavian, and West Coast modern designs. Um, With that, I'll include, we take feedback from our consumer and from our trade very seriously. So a really good example of this is we had uh a... a trade actually, who purchased, I believe it was when the company first launched 50 of our now um, iconic Chanel chair. And they got the product, they got it in their space, but they weren't super happy with it. They kind of thought that, right, there was some defect in the way that the chair sat. Um, They weren't 100% happy with the the seat on the cushion, etc. So they actually reached out to our CEO, and said, hey, you know, just some feedback for you. And at that point, our CEO said, no, let's do this better. So he went back to the manufacturer. They essentially redesigned that chair. um, And then once the new 2.0 version of that chair came out of production, he actually replaced all of their their Chanel chairs with the 2.0 version. The customer was extremely happy. Um, and they now had a product that reflected their needs. So when I say we take customer and our, our B2B partners feedback seriously, we really take it seriously. Um, so it definitely has, uh, Added to and helped influence uh the aesthetic of the product catalog that we're building out
0: well and that's what I like best about this and you know let's let's take the let's take the product it's hard to do right but let's totally. take the let's take the product out of the equation for a second yeah. and, and just just look at the trade program because you know it's interesting being being a creative designer architect now is very very challenging with so with so much um between traffic and cost and and margins getting smaller um, and and the amount of time. And the the business model is changing as well in the -hmm. the design space. So the trade program that you have is really cool. This is what attracted me initially, and I I think it's a great idea. Um, And I like how you're talking about – the fact that designers have some say in this—you're—you're you're, you're touching on a couple of pain points, right? The fact mm-hmm. that they have input, the fact that they can get samples in a in a timely manner, that they can actually get get um, swatches, that they can get these things that they need in a in a timely manner, so that they can go do their job. Tell me about the tell me about the trade program, how the trade program started. And, and by the way, you know what, we can actually do this in real time, too. So if, any, so if designers are listening and you want to go check it out as we're talking about it, you can go to cxd.article.com. Uh, Cxd is in Convo by Design, cxd.article.com. And you can go follow um, what Jillian's going to talk to you about it, like in, in real time. So when did the trade program start and
1: um, how do you use it? Yeah, so the trade program came out of uh, the way that a lot of things do at Article. Um, It was just an organic need. So as we were serving our B2C, our business-to-consumer customer, um, you know, we started noticing, hey, right, this segment of customer designers or developers, trade, B2B, if you will, um, these guys have specific needs. They have uh, elevated expectation. And this isn't totally fitting with our, you know, how we do business with a regular consumer. And so because of that, they thought, let's start a a focused program where we can serve this segment better. Um, That's the way Article thinks about everything. They look at everything as an opportunity. How can we improve and keep going and doing this better? Um, So I actually uh, was hired just over two years ago um, and I was the trade program. (laughs) It was just me. Uh, And then one of the girls who's actually an account manager now, Haley as well, started with article uh, in a, a business sorry, business to consumer facing role um, and with her background in uh, real estate and development she actually said let me come over to the team I really want to sink my teeth into this and so me and her really led the charge for uh, the creation and inception of this program um, with my background being in this industry and working with so many trade programs um, I often found them to be quite cold. Um, And I kept trying to find a connection that emulated the relationships that I would create with some of our some of the trade reps that I encountered when I worked in the industry, um, and also just that experience of the relationship that you build uh, from like a brick and mortar. And so as we built this out, my main stake is let's do this better. Let's create the relationship that you get from these one-on-one interactions, But let's do it in a more efficient way. So when somebody calls in, we have a team of people that not only understand their industry, but also understand their need and have no problem with high expectation. So if somebody says, guys, I need a table in five days, we're going to do everything we can to get them that table in five days. So Really, when we we say on our landing page, your deadline is our deadline too, uh, that's not lip service. We really live by that. We have an amazing logistics team um, that is well aware of the expectation and need of our trades, and they continue to work uh, really hard to be able to meet those expectations. Um, Along with that comes resources. So obviously, our first priority is to make sure that your project deadline is is being met um, as that is... From my experience one of the most important and key things uh to any supplier vendor relationship is you need the trust there so we really want to make sure that the that we're building trust um the other piece of this is like i say the resource so Are you able to interact with us when you need to? Are you able to get the information um, that you need when you need to? Are you able to get swatches and samples within a timely fashion that's not gonna hold up your project? So those were our focuses. So we've developed a swatch program where we can actually expedite swatches to you overnight. Uh, We've developed a sample program where we can send you out live product And depending on your market within a couple days, um, and you actually don't pay for any shipping. Uh, you pay for no return costs, no rebox or anything. You actually are just paying for the individual product and should it not work for your space? We simply say, no problem. Let's send her back. If it does work, no problem. Let's order you, you know, 10, 50, a hundred more, however many you need. Um, so that's really been our focus there. I want it, to feel like you're talking to a colleague. And I want us to be looked at as a solution to your day-to-day project or design problem. We are um, a better resource. So that's really how we've uh, built and will continue to build this program out.
0: As you put this together, do you ever, do you think about, you must think about this, but how do you, there's that one X factor, right? Walking into a showroom. And mm-hmm. pu- and putting your hands on a piece of furniture, you know, taking a client in and sitting in it, that's a, that's that real world experience. How, how do you, cause I, I'm sure you must've talked about this and you must take this into account. How do you address that?
1: Yeah. So I would say how much better would it be if you could touch and feel that product in your office? So you don't even need to leave. You don't need to go to the showroom. How much better would it be to touch and feel that product in the actual space that you're going to use it in? So that's what we offer. Let us get you out a sample. Try this out. If you don't like it, it's no obligation. We come and pick it up.
0: I think that makes sense. And so, for, <laughs> I, I mean, it does. It does. There's the, you know, and it's interesting because it, now with everything, the way that we shop, for For virtually everything mm-hmm. is we we shop online, and i I don't see why this doesn't this doesn't translate um, getting cons- getting the customer to buy in would be a challenge for designers what when you talk to designers specifically in the u s yeah what are what are your what are your largest markets, what states, what cities?
1: Yeah, so definitely our biggest markets are LA for sure. Um, New York for us is huge and amazing. And the really great thing about both of those two main markets is we actually have warehouses right there. So in New York market, we have a warehouse in New Jersey. In LA, we actually have a warehouse in LA. Um, I say this because we've been able to facilitate next day uh, pick up. So, if you have a project that literally has a 24-hour turnaround, and you live in one of these major markets, we can actually, as long as the product's in stock, uh, which we we always try to do, uh, we actually will have the product there for you if you're able to pick up the next day. Um, if not, we have in-house delivery teams in both of those major markets who, like I say, can typically facilitate a very tight around, uh, delivery time. So we work very closely with those teams. Um, so I, like I say, if you do have a project that has like an end of week need, we really strive to be able to fulfill, uh, that request. So yeah, both New York and LA really successful, fantastic markets for us. Um, not just consumer, but specifically trade as well.
0: So it's really interesting too, because I, I, I find it fascinating that you've you've put you've put shipping centers in those two cities, which obviously makes sense. Um, where is your main distribution? Is it in Canada?
1: Nope. So we actually have warehouses all over North America. So we have our HQ is in Vancouver, Canada. It's where, where I'm talking to you from. So all co- the brains of the company are kind of uh, are here. But then our distribution centers are all over North America. So New Jersey, uh, we've got one in Seattle, L.A., Jacksonville. Um, and our goal is to continue to target which markets uh, have the most potential for growth and then uh, facilitate adding additional warehouse or distribution centers um, in those markets.
0: So without, without the showrooms, you know, it's interesting because traditionally showrooms are, are, it wasn't so much that it was a place where you could go and buy the, like in a, in a design center, right? It's not so much that you could go and buy, but it was the, it was the connection yes. to, to walk in. And it gave it gave retailers, it gave manufacturers, sort of that point of contact where where you could find out what the what the pain points were. Yeah. In the absence of that, how do you do your market research? How do you find how do you find what's new, what's next, what's now, and mm-hmm. where the pinpoints where the pain points are uh, that you need
1: to address? Yeah. So it's probably in line with a lot of ways, right? That. Companies build out their catalogs and and address consumer needs. So we really, again, we really rely on the feedback of our of our partners. Um, we speak to them in live time. We build those relationships, and we address their feedback directly. So it's not like somebody comes to us and says, Hey, again, really good example. Hey, I really need stacking chairs. We get asked that a lot. Is there any way that we can, you know, you guys can offer this chair in a stacker. One of our best selling, uh, dining chairs for trade, um, actually is our Svelte chair. Um, it's a fantastic price point. It comes in a plethora of colors. Um, But the caveat with that is the armless version doesn't stack. So we've taken that feedback to our design team and we said, guys, we've gotten multiple requests for this to stack. Is there anything we can do? So currently our our product design team is looking to see, hey, why not? Let's see if we can make this guy stack and fulfill the need um, of so many of these trade partners that need it to function in that way. our design team—all they have years of industry experience. They know where to look um, and to learn for the, you know, what's trending, what's now, but also what is well designed and classic style. Um, that's not just a fad, and that's not just going to be uh, like to reference fashion, fast fashion. That's not what we're trying to do here. We want to create pieces that have life and longevity to them. Um, and the team that we have um, that facilitates that along with our partner's feedback really is the makeup of what's created, articles, product lines.
0: What is what is the future of this, do you think? Because I, I think it's really interesting, the, the, the way that digital design disruption is taking place now is really Mm -hmm. interesting and what it is now is not what it's going to be in three to five years from now because the cycle keeps changing what what do you envision article becoming is it is it always an online retailer it does it does it become something different does it change do you add services to it what do you see this becoming And specifically, not so much for the consumer side, but specifically for the trade?
1: Yeah, I think that as time goes on and as we continue to build and listen um, to our end user, that the online experience will become even more tailored to their needs. So. I think we're just going to be able to hone in even more on the specifics of what is going to allow them to source their product easier, uh, you know, space plan their product easier, uh, select product um, in live time for these ongoing projects or spaces. Um, Is it quicker delivery time, right? Like we're always striving to kind of work, address the fundamentals and just do them even better. Um, With that, I'm sure there'll be some development in online tools. Our online uh, website, in my opinion, is beautiful. Our team obsesses over the quality and the detail that's found in all of our product images. And we do this so that the website really can act as your live showroom. And then if you need, uh, like I say, actual tangible samples to connect with the the items that you're seeing online we can send you a swatch kit so that as you're looking at that beautiful Barard or Sven sofa online, you can actually touch and feel the Italian leather or the 100,000 Martindale rated uh, fabrics swatch. So you have that connection of both it being in your hand and then also being able to use an amazing online resource that you don't need to leave your office or the space that you're working in for. You can look at it in your car or on site. We're trying to allow this process to be as accessible and as Efficient as possible. So my belief and where I see that going is just even more streamlined um, and tailored to that customer.
0: One of the things that that I talk about all the time, which I do think is amazing, is the shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stock items two weeks, two weeks or less, um, and, and the rates incredibly. You know, better than delivery. So. Tell, talk to me about the shipping, um, and, yeah, it, and is yeah. this is this is this everywhere? Is it in certain cities within a certain ra- range of your shipping centers? How does this work?
1: Yeah, of course. So one really awesome um, tool that I loved and I think uh, works really well for trade specifically is on our website, we actually have live updates of product availability. So if you click on any of our beautiful articles, you'll see in the uh, middle, right underneath the actual product image, there's a little, uh, not button, but a little button uh, piece of copy there that essentially indicates whether the product's in stock or out of stock and if it is in stock it actually gives you an ETA so it'll say two weeks or it'll say hey this product's out of stock right it's not going to be here uh, for a couple weeks Um, excuse me some even say two to Two to three days. It just depends on uh, the product that you're looking at. So, definitely that's the first place to start. Um, And then, once you've uh, created your card and checked out, what our shipping looks like is flat rate. Uh, So, it's $49, and that $49 is ground level door. So, it gets the product to your door or to your warehouse, um, but there's nothing fancy about it. It's literally just a drop ship. Um, what I will say, there's a caveat to that. If your order is over $999, $1,000, um, we actually waive the $49. So typically a couch is about 1000 bucks. So you buy one couch, you get free shipping. Um, it's a pretty great incentive um, to get your product out to site. And then if we're able to provide free shipping within a delivery window of two weeks, even better. So. That's so, kind of our base, yeah, that's that's our baseline shipping. Um, we also offer two upgraded options. So inside an assembly, um, which is essentially white glove. So that's one hundred and forty nine dollars. They'll actually bring the product into your space. They'll unbox it. Uh, if you want box removal, you can request it. Um, that's something that we specifically do for trade um, because we found on work sites and job sites, right? Oftentimes it's just the designer there Um, and the designer obviously isn't going to want to remove, you know, 20, 30 boxes. So let us do that. No extra cost to you at all. Um, It just needs to be flagged. Um, And then we have one below that uh, at $99 and that's just in room. So they'll bring the unit or the article right into your space, but they won't unbox it. So we really can address um, all levels of service needs, all at flat rate um and for as many or as little products as you need
0: so with the design pro with the design with the trade program do you work do you work with the designer so if there's a site delivery it, you'll will you will the rep schedule site delivery based on when you know if it works within the window you guys can work on when the the delivery can take place uh, on site
1: yeah so again with it with, and this is just what we offer with our trade partners um if you actually contact us like really that easy shoot us an email pick up the phone talk to our team, and you either let us know about your order number, or we place the order for you, if you give us an ETA, we actually will work with our logistics team um, to get it there on the date um, that you act, that you specifically need it. Um, so if you say, right, we need our install to be on July 20th, no problem, pending the products all in stock, let us get it there exactly for when you need it. So you're not dealing with an obligatory two week window. We can give you an exact date. Um, So in order to do that, like I say, we just need you to flag it with us. Um, I think in the future, we're gonna work on making that process even easier. So at time of checkout, you could actually just select your date, Um, but we're not there quite yet, but it it is on our radar and we are working towards that. So like I say, in the meantime, flag it with us um, and we'll do everything we can to ensure that it gets there on the date you need it. How did
0: you model the trade program discounts? Because the way that you have the you have discounts for the trade, Mm -hmm. they they sign up for the program. The program is free; there is no cost to join. There there are discount there are trade discounts that they get immediately once they sign up. How are they tiered, and how did you structure this, and why did you structure it this way, and how do designers maximize the
1: the trade discounts? Yeah. So we look traditionally, right. When you think of a trade program, in my experience, that's really all I thought about when I thought of a trade program, I didn't actually think of any of the resources or the, uh, the help or the relationship that, that was there. I really just used to look at them as a discount program. So when we built out our trade program, because of articles, direct to consumer model, we had a bit of of a challenge because our prices are already 30% less than traditional retail. So then to then go right to to our CEO and say, also on top of the 30%, we need more money off for trade because they're so amazing. Let's just make
0: it free, (laughs) shall we?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So- we, we had some struggles there and we had some pushback, but we had to look at what not only was going to make sense for the business, but we wanted to create some monetary um, incentive for trade. So I really like to communicate our discount program as a bonus. Um, it is not what our program is made up of. It's a cherry on top of the sundae that's already there, um, if you will. So our tiers are 5 to 15%, um, and it's based on independent order spend. Um, And we specifically made it based on independent order spend because what I've experienced in the past is when you work on cumulative um, models, it can get a bit muddy for your day to day trade. Um, Unless you're a company that is shopping with us, you know, every week and multiple times per month. you'll place an order and then you kind of forget, right? Cause you're working with so many other vendors, what you've spent. And then when you come back, you're like, Oh, I thought I, right. My discount tier should be higher. I thought I spent more. And then there kind of becomes this back and forth where you're like, didn't I, can you pull up all my right invoices? Can you check? I thought I spent an extra thousand here to get me to this next level. And it can get kind of muddy. So I really just wanted to clean that process up for our standard trade uh, partner and just make it as clean lined and as simple as possible. Hence why we just did it on independent order spend. So if you spend between $0 and, nine hundred or sorry nine thousand ninety nine dollars you get the five percent ten thousand dollars between to twenty five thousand you get ten percent and then twenty five k plus you get fifteen percent so there is incentive to purchase more with us and we did it on purpose we believe that we can fill the needs of your complete project let us do that um Let us build out your space. Let us recommend product. Um, We have a team that's able to facilitate that. Um, So we made those uh, discount thresholds um, accessible for somebody that's looking to use article for a complete project.
0: I have custom option questions for you. Yeah. Um, Should a designer have their own material? They work with a a Schumacher fabric or they work with with another custom type of fabric. Do you customize article furniture with custom fabrics?
1: Mm-hmm. So we don't offer it um, to consumer at all. So this would strictly be a trade offering. Um, and we're working on this. So we currently do, but it's not as easy of a process as I would like it to be yet. So we're still working out the logistics of how to make that process even easier. Oftentimes what we end up doing is, we our manufacturers have libraries of fabric. So to keep costs down for the customer, um, what we'll typically do is we'll say, send us or a, an image or a fabric code of the fabric that you're hoping to use. Let us see if, you're, if they're open to it, one, if, we, if our manufacturer has something that's similar, he might already have a bolster of that fabric or he might have a bolster of something that looks very comparable. That cuts out a lot of back and forth and allows us to get that designer their product for less money um, and in a quicker lead time. If that's not an option, we can work with COM, but the lead time's long. Like, you're looking at about six months um, for COM. So I really try, um, if it's an option, to gear the trade um, to be able to use a fabric that the manufacturer already offers. Um, Some of our products have a minimum order quantity, um, so it would just be dependent on how many of that article you need. Um, But we're currently doing... um, custom soma sleepers right now uh, for one of our larger trade partners they're ordering I believe 50 soma sleepers they didn't like the leg and they didn't like the fabric that we offered so we changed the leg and we're putting um, a really comparable fabric option on there for them and they're gonna be able to get that within the next four months
0: oh that's great so last question for you I'm just curious do you guys ever get out of the digital space and into the real world? Do you do showcase houses? Do you do any trade events around the country? Do you, do you, what else do you guys, what do you do for fun? <laughs> yeah.
1: So we have done a trade show. We've only done the one. Um, and it was kind of a test for us um, to see how the market responded. Which one uh, was it? Yeah. So we actually did IDS in Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it wasn't as uh, focused on inter- as to trade, essentially, as I would have hoped it would be. They do offer the one trade day in there. So that was really fantastic. Um, but it was more of a B2C showcase. Um, and I think that we can, as you know, I'm sure trade shows are extremely expensive. And what we always like to do is, can we use these dollars in a better way, um, that would reach more of our audience um, in a more direct direct way, in a more efficient way. Um, so currently, most of our strategies are online strategies, um, but we are looking um, at doing um, events specifically with trade, but when we do roll those out, we want them to be different. We don't want it to be a traditional pop-up or a traditional trade show model. We want to make sure we're really capitalizing on those opportunities. Um, We actually just sent out one of our, she's so awesome, Tanis, if any of your listeners have worked with her. um, She actually just went out to a designer um, conference. It was weekend long. It was full of learnings, and I believe it was 125 designers, and she got to interact and engage with them in person, Um, and we found that experience really valuable. Um, So we're kind of seeking out more of those kind of direct connection opportunities. So currently, like I say, everything is um, online, but we do go and reach out to really targeted uh, events where we think we're able to garner the most value for ourselves and for our end user.
0: That's great. And and so listen, Jillian, thank you for taking the time today. The the reason I wanted to have, have you on is because I've been talking about Article for a number of months now. And the style is really amazing. The products are very cool. The the trade program is is what got my attention in the first place. I think it's really special because you know I talk to a number of designers in person every single month, and there are there are certain pain points in the industry right now, and and we've addressed most of them here between you know mobility and pricing and and product quality and custom options and shipping and delivery. I mean, there's there's so many issues that affect them affect the, the industry right now so anytime a new resource like article comes along i think it's really important to uh to get the word out so thank you for making the time today i think this was great i appreciate it
1: yeah no problem at all thank you so much um we're so grateful um to be able to partner um with somebody who has so much um industry experience and and has such an awesome platform to c- further connect with who, who we want to work with so thank you so much for the time today.
0: That was my conversation with Jillian Cross. Customer service is here for you designers. If you haven't signed up for their trade program, here's how go to cxd.article.com. It's that easy. Cxd, as in Convo by Design,.article.com. Simple. Thank you, Jillian, for coming on the show. Thank you to my sponsors for their generous support of the program Snyder Diamond, Sub Zero, Wolf and Cove, Vondam and Article. Most importantly, thank you. If you weren't listening to the show, downloading episodes, telling me what you like and don't like and want me to look into, there would be no Convo by Design. So thank you. And until next week, keep creating. (laughs) Convo by Design is proud to be working with Vendôme Furniture. Design culture, it's the key to their success. It's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension. They create dialogue between environment and form. Vendôme pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? Creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest? Vendôme products are simple and elegant, contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted, modern, durable, molded resin, glass and metal designs are unique and they beg to be enjoyed. They search the planet for the right designers that embody the Vandam spirit, and work together to create remarkable pieces into an exclusively Van Damme mode of expression. And if you haven't seen Van Damme before, you can check them out in uh, some of the Convo by Design videos you'll find on our YouTube channel. But you can find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in LA, or online at Vondam.com.